for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are you? All the people who listen, we love you. you Thank you for coming with us again today, coming to us, (laughs) listening to us. Thanks I'm for all coming. over the place. (laughs) This is a wacky Wednesday. It is a totally wacky Wednesday. Wonderful wide. Today we're going to be speaking to a very, very good friend of um, Daryl and myself. Um, His name is Alex. and we have a whole lot of stuff to talk to him about. But before we do um, and go into all of the stuff about Alex, we're going to talk – a lot of the stuff that we do talk about Alex with is going to have to do with his childhood and um, growing up in a very super religious uh, background, like I said, we'll get into. But we wanted to talk a little bit about our childhood and talk about a little stuff that may – we have may have slipped slip of the lip a slip of the lip in our childhood i'm sorry mama i didn't mean to say that yeah um times that we may have like what about you guys what about the first time you ever cussed in front of your parents well you know uh k majors is a gentle soul and she's an angel lady and Mm -hmm. and all of that but i was a little bit of a rebellious teen and uh, i didn't like people telling me what to do but that's kind of her job Mm -hmm. and she asked me to do something and i didn't like it and uh, not only was it the first time I said it to her, I said it about her, and I said, fuck you to my mom. No. Kay Major slapped me right oh in my, my face, gosh. and I deserved it, K-Majors and she should have punched me in the mouth. I said what? the F word to Kay Majors, and uh, she That's rightfully, uh, just knee-jerk reaction, just slapped me across the face really hard, <laughs> left a mark, rightfully so. She, Like I said, she should have punched me. Wow. And I'm sorry, Mom. I didn't know that I knew this story. Yeah, oh. no. How I'm old a jerk. were you? Probably 16 or something. Oh, yes, Old enough age, to know better. Yeah. It was so disrespectful and gross. And, yeah. and I'm sorry, Mom. You're awesome. No beef spaghetti yeah. for you that mm-hmm. night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you went to bed without any You went to bed without the You're going beef to bed hungry like, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll say it again. Oh, my God. No, she's oh, a wonderful wow. cook. That's true. Oh, but, that's so funny. Uh-uh. So uh, the first one that I can remember, I don't ever remember cussing in front of my parents. It's just my mom was a little bit more okay with stuff like that, but you just would not do it in front of my dad. I was in my 20s. Um, I was on the phone, and I wasn't even talking to him, and I had um, I had my own salon. I was, I think, 22, 23 years old, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was talking about um, 
this girl had brought her dog into work with her Mm -hmm. and took the dog and put it in the shampoo bowl and was washing the dog in my shampoo bowl. (laughs) And so I was telling my friend, I go, I can't believe she was washing her fucking dog in my shampoo bowl. (laughs) And I was just walking around with the phone. This is like when you Perfectly normal sentence. Yeah. Well, my dad heard me and he said, what did you say? And I looked at him and I said, I can't believe she was watching her fucking dog in my shampoo bowl because I'm goddamn 23 years old. Right. And full eye contact. And, yeah. Dad, and did like, you not hear me? Check yeah. And I dad. wasn't talking to you anyways. Yeah. And second of all, I'm a... AB conversation here. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was like kind of pacing and stuff. Well, I still lived at home, so I guess mm-hmm. you should abide by the rules. But I got kicked out. Mm-hmm. No, he lost yep. his freaking mind. He lost his mind, mm-hmm. kicked me out. And then kicked my mom out mm-hmm. because she defended me. And then kicked my sister and her boyfriend who lived there out. Everybody out. Everybody out of my house. Kind of made the dog situation seem a little not a big deal in comparison. Right? And so we really wanted to watch the last episode of ER that because it was the first season that shows how long it was. So my mom ran that video store that we've talked about mm-hmm. a million years. So we all went up, went to the video store, watched the last episode of ER. And... Um, then like we're all sitting there like, well, what are we supposed to do now? And my mom goes, okay, well, I guess I'm going home. And I was like, you can go home. And she's she's like, I live there. Like I'm going home. And my like, sister and her too. boyfriend were like, yeah, we're going home too. And I'm like, rebel over here. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, so I I moved in onto Daryl's couch, and that's and then we ended up becoming married because he couldn't get rid of me. No, just so thank you, Mike Cabbage. Yeah. How I met your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first nice. time I cussed in front of my dad, and oh, it was gosh. funny because I remember Daryl told his roommate, um, Tom Crowberry, <laughs> that Crowberry. Um, he goes, Lisa's moving in with us. And Tom said, she, there's no way. She is so tight with her mother. She will not, she's not moving in with us. And Daryl goes, her mom got kicked out too. <laughs> and he goes, we got a new roommate. <laughs> so yeah, oh, that was mine. God, that's a crazy story. Mine, yeah. uh, I was five years old, five or six years old. Wow. Yeah, I was an early guy. You know, hey, bring <laughs> those cusser. words, the babies, everything early in life with this guy. But uh, this was back when parental guidance wasn't as big as it is today. And my mom and my uncle took me on the roller coaster at the old original Elitches. Yeah. The Twister, you know. Mm-hmm. Take me on that. You know, as long as you're squished in there, you're okay. We get off and my uncle goes, what would you think of that? I went, oh, fuck. At five. <laughs> at five. <laughs> But, okay, fuck has so many connotations. Was it a happy fuck? No, it was like, what like the fuck scared. was that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, oh, fuck. <laughs> my uncle about shit himself. My mom looks down and goes, oh, okay. You know, right. like. <laughs> he did have older brothers and sisters. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. so But all, that's, that was my, the, the one time I still remember it to this day. But I was like, then because it came out and then I kind of went. Oh, fuck. What yeah, did I say? That is so <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, you all fucked your old fuck. I, yeah, yeah. five-year-old will fuck. So is there any cuss words that, like, set you guys off? Like, mm. you like you know the girls don't like the C word. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Right. And stuff. But is there anything You're not that... into that? Mm. No, it's kind of fun if you're English, because they use it as a verb. It's I like, do, yeah. get the cunting football. Right, and yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah. And I love Ricky Gervais. <laughs> but but so if somebody calls it. you A, that, mm-hmm. that's not yeah. a good look. It depends on who... It, no, I don't... No. Th- yeah, no. <laughs> How is... That is a depend. No, I mean, like, I... Uh, you no, precious right. little C word. Yeah. It's, it's never good. It's no, never good. It's a hard say, C, too. a beautiful too. one. That's when, 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 you know, when a girl really is pissed at another girl, it's a hard C. You yeah. want to hear something really stupid? A, a bitch okay. with a capital C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is so dumb. But when I was young, like little, 
and somebody would say that word, mm-hmm. I thought it like it's really weird because I a lot of times I don't know if I'm like have like I'm on a bit of the spectrum or what's going on but when people talk I see the words yeah I don't know if that's weird okay well I thought that the c word was spelled with a q u oh you quant yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah um when did you find out you were incorrect Yesterday. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't remember. But I up. just remember when somebody would say it that I, I thought it was a Q-U-N-T. Well, actually, I thought it was back like in the uh, Old West. Really? <laughs> a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the writings, they, they tried to claim several years ago that that was actually a term of endearment. Mm. Oh, I think I heard Which is yeah. not correct. <laughs> I also I love believe you, you it, it could be C or Q U. Either so, is proper. I think that um, when I was a little kid, like five to seven, I read a lot of Old West novels. <laughs> and, wow, I got to get this out. Yeah. Smalls. Yeah, yeah. Just, I was reading Judy Bloom. You're reading Louis L'Amour. Yes. yes. So, okay. and that's where it came from. Now I know. Oh, I it was stuck in my um, <laughs> lost memories and I stuff. I reckon that one's a C word. <laughs> that must be a Q U. Come on, y'all, down to this loop. Find myself a C word. Oh, uh, what do you get? Oh, I, <laughs> I have one. Um, yeah. So my godfather, uh, Mr. Maston, he um, never said GD. And, oh. um, and he thought, you know, it was disrespectful to God. And uh, because I was so crazy about him, and I do so little to honor my father mm-hmm. with a capital F, mm-hmm. uh, I try not to say GD. When I in do, front of your dad? In front of anybody. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I try not to say it because it's not that hard to do. And it's, it's, it's like Lent. It's the only yeah. time that I act like a Catholic. Right. But um, anyway, so that's my... My kind of no-no word. I don't care if other people do it. I just try not to do it. Mine isn't a cuss word per se, but it's probably the most ugliest and dirtiest word in the human language, and it's the N-word. Yeah, no, it's gross. That is is an expletive, for sure. And I have a story with this. When Mm -hmm. I was two years old, and this goes two years old, Mm -hmm. is pretty... My uncle was carrying me through a grocery store, who is a big, big black man, Mm -hmm. and... Through the store, three different people were like, what's that black man, you know, that N-word, uh-huh. carrying a little white boy? This is in Colorado? Yes. And it stayed Jeez. with me. Uh, yeah. I mean, because I, and he so was ugly. such a big, proud man. He just mm. walked through the store and didn't even let it affect him at all. But yeah. th- that's the ugliest word. And I mean, it sounds kind of cliche with the times right now, but it is. It's always stuck in my head. And I'm like, why would anybody even say that? Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. There's no prize. There's no, no. positive to come from it. Good call. No. I don't like the word slit. Ooh. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I that, just it, it just, just sounds hateful. The mm. slit go hand in hand with moist. You hate that I, too. Well, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big person on moist, but I just I don't know slit like every t- single time. Not even if they're talking about like I don't know whatever. Oh, like I, I slit just my see a piece of paper. I not just see n- a vagina. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie. Like the right. words in the sky, I see vaginas with slits. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> it does sound dirty. Yeah. And there's so many other pretty ways to describe. A beautiful well, yeah, and part like of your with, body. if somebody said, "Oh my God, you're such a slit," that would be weird. Would yeah, it, let's not be in that relationship. I'm like, would it? Okay, let's go. Yeah, that's I think that really... that is enough of this kind of talk. You guys yeah. are awful. You, we dirty. Got that. When dirty we girl. come back, we're going to talk to an amazing guy who's been through a lot and um, has two beautiful children that I just adore. And I cannot wait to spend time with my friend. To introduce you to our good friend. So yeah. many questions. I know so little about... That kind of background, it's, well, it's really nuts. It's going to be awesome. We'll be, be talking to Alex Hammerl.
welcome back, witches. We are here with our really, really good friend, Alex. Um, I actually would like to have Daryl start, and him and Daryl, Daryl and Alex can talk about um, how they met. I yeah. think that that would be the best way because I think it's actually kind of funny. It's, so, it's a good story. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, Alex is, uh, was in a band and I, uh, he, they were auditioning him for a singer. Mm-hmm. So I went with our friend at Erica and uh, we go down there and uh, I meet Alex and meet the guys, you know, and then they, they start jamming us up. But it was kind of funny because Alex goes, or no, was your singer? Says, do you want your dad to stay in the next room? Because we're going to get kind of loud. <laughs> He can't. Ha- he looks like he can't handle the noise. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to handle this. And Erica goes, uh, one, he's not my dad, and two, he's into like heavy metal. I think he's going to be fine, you know. So, so they they did allow me to stay in the room, thank God. But and so it, your hearing is just fine. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't have kids anymore, but that's good. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, so the, these guys start just you know just ripping, man, and. I, I'm sitting there in awe watching Alex. I'm like, oh my God, this guy shreds. So, and, and it was, it he's was, overselling it. I'm no, like, no, it, 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 was, it was good. And I went and seen him a few different times and, and other bands he's been in and just a very impressive guitarist. So proud to call him oh, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank and you. we just, we, from the get go, just Clicked. connected. Yeah. He's a lot, well, I'm not going to say a lot younger than us, somewhat younger <laughs> than us. Um, a year, a year younger than us. Yeah, but we're all and at the same maturity level. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because I'm Sometimes. super immature. Yeah, and um, we we just get each other's sense of humor. I yeah, it's just have loved Alex since the day. I remember the first Aww. day that I met him as well. He gave um, a, a really kick ass nickname too. He did. Oh, I forgot about that. He gave me my nickname, and it, it's, which is it's still. In my phone as Virgin McBadass. I am Virgin <laughs> McBadass. Okay, backstory. Yes. Gotta yeah. have it. Oh, oh. you don't? Know, oh, I didn't ever told you this? Nope. So we had went to dinner one time, and we I was just talking, and I talk fast and whatever, and I said, we were at the Comedy Works, and we saw Reggie McDaniels. Um, I was like, Alex, you know who Reggie McDaniels is? And he goes, and he just kind of looked at me like he wasn't really <laughs> listening, and he goes... Did you just say my name is Virgin McBadass? <laughs> and I said, No, that's no, not what I said, but it is now. It is now. <laughs> my name is now Virgin McBadass. Yeah. yeah, and it's stuck ever since. That's how you stay a virgin, yeah. being a, a McBadass. <laughs> McBadass. I'm I, glad you brought that up because I was definitely going to bring it up. Well, and then I was, I called Alex Alexified forever and stuff, and that's was is in my phone. And then mm. when Bianca was born, I called her Biancafied, but she didn't know that. But no, yeah, I was Bianca-fied. like, we got little Biancafied with Alexified <laughs> and stuff. So and the yeah. only nickname I got out of it was Get Barrel at Deer. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, no, Until that was this a, moment. That yeah. was a drunken. Yes, it was. Yeah. We had plenty of those, but uh, but yeah, yeah uh, we brought Alex here today because he uh, he's got a very interesting story to tell, and it's one that uh, some people will kind of connect with and uh, I think we're going to get a lot learned out of this episode so uh, go ahead and give us a little insight about your younger life and the the religion that you were a part of my friend yeah I I rarely call it a a religion I normally call it a cult Cult. because that's what it is and it seems to have more of it it has a dramatic effect but it's accurate so um, the cult I was raised in was Jehovah's Witnesses Um, 
I'm probably going to be saying um a lot, so I don't know. How I say go. um all the time. Please, welcome to my world. I'm away. That's how we talk. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wasn't born in it. I was about three years old when my parents were baptized. Um, the way that it happened was my mom was contacted at the door by a Jehovah's Witness. So that does work. It, every once in a while. Apparently. But she had, she had this really cool strategy to get rid of them. She she thought that it would scare them off if she asked them all kinds of tough theological questions. Uh-oh. And little did she know that they're prepared for that. And when they're not prepared to answer these questions, they they say, oh, that's a really good question. I'll, I'll go do some research and I'll come back next week. And, and maybe we'll have some answers for you. So, of course, they kept doing that, and she kept trying to, to stump them, and they kept coming back. And before long, she found herself in, in, a, in a Bible study with them. Wow. wow. Yeah, and uh, my dad wasn't really interested at the time. He was just kind of in the background doing, doing his thing. But uh, the way that they handle it is when, when they have a quote-unquote interested person that they're calling on and they have a spouse, then they'll have a man from the congregation um, come and and try to start a study with the, the husband. The male, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that worked because at first he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So it was initially a woman that came to the door? Is that? Yeah. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Sorry. I think she was actually a, a teenager. Wow. Oh, um, I, I actually knew her. Um, for years after that, her family was in our congregation, but, um, so it was a fun story for her. Like I, I brought these people into the truth. The truth is what they call it. Do they get a prize or anything or? No, it's just clout. Okay. It's, it's it's worth something to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth something to them. I got seven under my belt this week. (laughs) So is there, I, I, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to step on your story, but is there kind of a hierarchy or something like if that, if they bring so many in, I mean, like how does, I mean, we know how it works in the Catholic church because I'm a recovering Catholic. So I kind of know that (laughs) whole thing, but yeah, there, there's not really a hierarchy as far as that goes. Okay, but they do count their time. They have to turn in little slips of paper. It might be digital at this point because mm-hmm. yeah. I left. I left in uh, 2002. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they they hand in little sheets of paper every month to show how many hours they worked in quote unquote service. And how many return visits, how many Bible studies. Is they, it like how the, the Mormons have to do like their mission? mission? Yeah, It's kind of like that, but it's, I mean, it's not a special thing. Every, every Jehovah's Witness is required to do go. Do so many hours. Yeah, go into the door-to-door ministry or whatever mm-hmm. special kind of ministry they have set up for them. Okay. Um, so yeah, my, my dad wasn't, he was kind of wishy-washy on the whole thing at first and then he started learning more about it and and realizing how it's a very male-centric misogynistic authoritarian type of um type of structure to the religion mm-hmm. i think he really liked that because that's the kind of guy that well, he his is kind of gay yeah, thing. He, yeah. He's, he's very like, hold on here here's something for me he's a very mm-hmm. narcissistic mm. misogynistic authoritarian kind of guy so i think if i'm guessing i think it's fair enough to say that that's what initially 
brought him in. Okay. So before long, you know, my parents were announcing to my, my older brothers that they wouldn't be celebrating holidays, no more Christmas, no more birthdays, and that, surprise, we're Jehovah's Witnesses now. And by the way, Santa Claus isn't real, but Jesus sure is. Wow. <laughs> how, how old were <laughs> they? Wow. Um, they? They were young. I mean, when they were, like I said, when they were baptized, when my parents were baptized, I was three or four. So that means my brother Darren, he's exactly four years older than me. So so old enough to seven, they've already had yeah, celebrated seven, these, these holidays that were being mm-hmm. taken away from them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. They, they knew what was going on. And, and they're, they're both, you're the youngest, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, like for you, you probably didn't remember Christmases and birthdays as much. I, I feel like I have a vague memory of Christmas, but I don't know if it's just from looking at old pictures and, oh, yeah. okay. and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, but basically I don't really remember being a worldly baby. Yeah. World, <laughs> worldly is another buzzword. A sophisticated yeah. infant. Really? Right. So when you're a Jehovah's Witness and you're talking to other Jehovah's Witnesses, you're in the truth. Oh. oh. But when you are anybody else, you're worldly. Oh, okay. Oh, so, interesting. And these words will tie in later on. It'll, okay. It's, it's part of their shtick. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so they, they got baptized when I was very young, and then I was raised as, as a Jehovah's Witness. And um, they have, like I said, they have a structure where it, there is a hierarchy. So before you are personally baptized, you are an unbaptized publisher, huh. which means that you are going out in in the field ministry as they call it or service mm-hmm. going out in service is basically when you go door to door or you're uh, preaching on the street corner with one of those carts that they have now um mm-hmm. or just any other form of proselytizing and then after a, after a period of time and if you show that you are significantly righteous or whatever, then you can apply to be baptized. So it's not like Catholic where, where you're baptized as, as an baby. infant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you make a conscious choice to um, become baptized. And they like to brag about that because it's like, well, nobody here is here against their will. Right. Yeah. Like right. we're not a cult. We, yeah. But by the time ch- they're getting baptized, they're already brainwashed. Is like, am I using yeah. that? Yeah. Term. Uh, Alex, okay. I have a question. Uh, I don't know if you were going to get to this, but it's, it shows that there's so much, uh, they have their own vernacular and verbiage and their own culture yeah. and rules. Um, did, did you guys have to wear certain things like an outfit or a uniform or a color? It wasn't a uniform, but they did highly um, structure the way that you present yourself. Um, for example, men are not allowed to have long hair. They're not allowed to have beards. Mm-hmm. Um, I already hate it. Yeah. (laughs) You're out, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why I have a beard now. Right. Right. And lumberjacks need to apply. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, you're, let's see. Um, the elders kept telling me when it was time for me to get a haircut. Mm. They were telling me when it was time to, to shave, even if I had like stubble that was a little bit too long for their, their tastes. Their liking. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and basically you're supposed to dress in a way that is not emulating the world. And so that could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But at any point you can be pulled aside by the elders and they can counsel you on your appearance. Hmm. Um, wow. So and it's, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily even have to be your own parents. It's somebody within the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, because both of my parents were, were involved in the organization. They were full members. My dad at this time, I think, was an elder as well. And there was a, an instance that I can remember where another elder... Um, approached me at a meeting and said, you need to cut your hair oh, wow. and you need to shave because huh. your stubble is getting a little bit too long. Wow. That's... Um, yeah. So Talk they, about taking they, away your freedoms. yeah, they like to have all of these non-official rules, which are actually quite highly, um, highly structured mm-hmm. or highly enforced. They frame um, it like a suggestion, but it's yeah. like you, you don't have a choice. Right. So mm-hmm. as you speak of the elders, are they, who are they? Are they appointed? Yeah, or? they're, they're appointed. It's, it's a body of, um, men. They call them brothers in the congregation and they are recommended and then appointed to, to be, um, the leaders of the congregation. So the way it works out is this, is there are unbaptized publishers who are the newbies then there are baptized publishers and then there are ministerial servants. And those are kind of like deacons. Okay. Um, and then there are elders. And, and that's then, kind of the higher. Yeah. And okay. then beyond that, um, there's a head elder. When I was in it, this head elder was called the pres- presiding overseer. It's changed now. I believe it's the coordinator or something. I'm not f- too familiar because that's changed since I since I left. Is that like they, the Pope? They progressed. <laughs> that's just basically like the head preacher or the, okay. you know. Grand the, yeah, do they have services the like that when you go? Like, do you, like, again, I have no point of reference, mm. but like being a, you know. Recovering, recovering Catholic. Catholic <laughs> you, yeah. We would sit there and the dude would talk about the, the things yeah. and stuff. Do you, did you have the dude that would you'd sit and they'd tell you the things? Or how yeah, was it Yeah, I mean, they, they have... they And part of this has changed since I've left, too, because they used to have meetings three times a week. Wow. Um, one was on a Sunday, and that was um, a talk given... Sometimes it was by a traveling brother. <laughs> <laughs> Other um, from another. <laughs> um, sometimes it was it was an elder from the congregation or um, a ministerial servant that they were trying to you know groom to be an elder. Okay. Um, and then Tuesday nights for us was uh, what was called a theocratic ministry school, and basically it's it's an instruction based program um, to make you a better evangelist or evangelizer out in the ministry um and and it's there are different you know um i'm trying to think (laughs) there 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 are different parts like somebody would get up and give a talk and then they would also have a demonstration this is where the sisters of the congregation got to go up on stage they couldn't give a talk per se, because they're not allowed to be in a position where they're teaching oh. necessarily. Yeah. Women don't know nothing but, anyway. Yeah, yeah, women are, they are lowly, according to them. So they would, 
instead have a kind of a mock conversation between um, between a, a, a sister and her Bible study, let's say. Okay. And that's that's the extent of how much a woman can teach in the congregation. Was there music and stuff going on during this time, or yeah, there it there's um, it would be they would open the meeting with a song and a prayer, and they would close the meeting with a song. And Can a you prayer. go ahead and sing us one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> I totally could, I moment. could, because that you? is etched into my. Uh, oh my god! Will really? not. I, absolutely I will not. I will not. That was not there's in my act, contract. There's actually there's actually a a YouTuber that I like to watch, and she's an ex Jehovah's Witness activist, really? and she goes through a lot of a lot of the. Uh, they're called Kingdom Melodies. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and she will sing them, and she sings really well. She's yeah. got a really nice voice. And then she will talk about it. She'll kind of do a review of the song that she just sang and how fucked up it is. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can <laughs> no. cuss. Oh, no, oh, no. Totally. Okay. Totally. I'm like, please. Yeah, we insist. Yeah. Yeah. What, we what insist is that woman's it. name? Um, her name is... Sister Fister. <laughs> Fister is her last name, so it's like oh, I know. Fister. But, okay. but it's it's Woo. Bridget Bridget Fister is her name. Okay. But um Fister. yeah, I thought We're, that was funny that's too. That's the wrong podcast. Now. She is hilarious. Rock. She's <laughs> hilarious. I I love some of her other videos, but I can't watch the Kingdom Melody videos because it just it is trigger. It's a trigger, yeah. yeah. And it it does like give me a little bit of PTSD. I'm sure. Oh, wow. And yeah. and um and it gets stuck in my head and I can't. Well, get rid there, of it. There's yeah. that too. So but um I where was I kind of went off on a tangent there. Well it that's, happens. And that's here. our yeah. that's yeah, our ML asking about the services and you yeah. said there oh, were yeah. different parts and <laughs> So a lot of that has changed since I left mm. and they have now what's called uh JW broadcasting which is a whole video series that wow. they have. And I apparently at the Kingdom Halls now, they have uh, television screens where they broadcast these programs from the, the headquarters. And the governing body is now, you know, they're more visible. Everybody knows what they look like, who they are now, mm -hmm. which wasn't a thing when I was a kid when I was growing up. I had no idea who the governing body was. Oh, These wow. are the the myths, the mm -hmm. highest tier guy. of yeah. authority. Okay, right. like, like the, pope. the pope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I just like saying yeah. pope. she wants pope yeah. in here. I yeah. want like the pope. pope to come. Pope um, a rope. Pope Fister. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So instead of of the parts of the meetings that I just described, this is like the new way of doing things. And we have a website jw.org, which is really boring but also really <laughs> fucked up because oh. they they just that's the hub of their of their propaganda and now their indoctrination the yeah so, they don't even yeah. have to knock on your door anymore they're like oh, we're right, cool we're cool around. we're on the internet we've got right. videos right. there's you know? a lot of competition too you got to keep up with the scientologists yeah. and all of that oh, <laughs> there's competition they're doing a good job keeping up with the, the scientologists really <laughs> oh my gosh should we yeah. uh, take a little break yeah, yeah, I yeah, think sure. that, well, let's take a break, and then I want to come back and talk a little bit about your relationship with your parents today and stuff like that. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, yes. We'll be back in the corner. That's me in the spot.
Hey there, you crafty witches. This is your bad witch, Lisa Brown, talking to you today about Busy Bees with a Z Craft and Ceramic Shop. These guys have the best ceramic shop around. They do sip and paint, studio time, classes, private events. Um, Rianne and Christy are the best ever and will help you through anything. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my birthday. We had a private events party for my birthday at their shop and my kids and grandkids were there and my kids were so impressed with all the different things that they had to offer to paint and kind of a funny little story. My grandson Caden did not want to go. He was not happy about going and I made him because that's what I do. And when we were leaving, he said, the next time we come, I'm going to paint a whatever. He was like a dragon or something. But it was just funny that he said that the next time we come after he had kicked and screamed the whole way there, everybody had such a good time. So I just wanted to let you know that you can get a hold of them. They're on um, 85th and Pearl between Pearl Street and Washington in Thornton. Their phone number is 303-287-5271. To schedule any kind of classes, you can go on their Facebook page. Again, it's Busy Bees. And mention GWBW for all new customers for 10% off your first purchase. Check it out. All righty, guys. We're back here with Alex uh, talking about his experiences with the uh, JW, if you will. And uh, let's dive right back into it. So we kind of wanted to talk a little bit, like you were saying, um, there's obviously some really fucked up shit that's gone on <laughs> and stuff. I'd like you to... Um, Go ahead and uh, elaborate on the that lightness whole on part. the fucked upness. Yeah. Which part of the, <laughs> what, what category of Could you start with the yeah. and work down to the I've, I've got some some stuff. L- um, let's go with the go to, from smallest to largest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. I mean, not everything, but hit some yeah. bullet points. A yeah. handful of weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got to think about where to start. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, as I've said a little bit, it's, it's a very controlling um, atmosphere, whether it's the, the elders telling me when to cut my hair or shave or the elders' wives um, gossiping about me or any other teenager in the congregation anytime you're talking to somebody of the opposite sex. Um, the fact that my parents, um, picked me up from school so that they could corner me one day because they found my stash of online, um, material. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was porn. porn. Okay. It was porn. Yeah. Um, thank goodness. So, yeah. So my question, um, is I actually I lost it. I'm stuck in the porn. <laughs> oh, Lisa's mind. A in the lot gutter. of us are stuck in the porn. I, I got a kind of a, a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> were, were they were they able to discipline you? Also, could they did they physically dis- discipline you? My, Other elders like spank no, you? Or not really. But my or? my parents did. Yeah. Um. There there were a few older sisters in the congregation who who thought that they were sufficiently old school enough to 
you know, give a little smack to the younger ones in the congregation mm-hmm. every once in a while, but it wasn't like a regular. Okay. I yeah. remembered my question. <laughs> so my point of reference of as far as religious uh, cults is the only word I can think of but we lived across the street from Mormons so Mm -hmm. I knew a lot more about the Mormon religion than the JWs Um, did did we did you get like I with them you couldn't drink uh, caffeine and you couldn't cuss and you um, you couldn't have sex I mean you're really not supposed to do that anyways but Mm -hmm. like that was really really no no like like even kissing and stuff like that was a really really big deal for them was that something with the Jehovah's Witnesses as well yeah I mean um, we were not us the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons are similar in some areas, and they're very different in other areas. Okay. Um, we were not prohibited from from caffeine. We weren't even prohibited from drinking alcohol in, in moderation. But drunkards were not tolerated. So, um, I mean, my my mother was and is a recovering alcoholic. So any time that she had a relapse, then she would get in trouble with the elders. Um, she's been disfellowshipped a couple of times just because she had she's had relapses. So disfellowship meaning you're out completely, or um, we need to take a break on you. Taking so a sidebar. The way that it, the way that it works is um, there are a couple of different tiers of disciplinary action. Um, there is. Um, reproof, there's public reproof, there's private reproof, there's disfellowshipping. And disfellowshipping is basically the worst one because it's kind of like excommunication. Okay. Um, And what happens is if you are found to be guilty of a sin, then the elders will meet together with you. There will be a body of three elders. It's called a judicial committee. So it's three men that talk to you alone in a locked room, um, no matter who you are in the congregation. You could be a 14-year-old girl. Oh, and you are meeting with, with three grown men and three older, usually older men. Um, and then they talk to you. They, they send you out of the room after they've asked you all of the possible questions that they could think of going into extreme detail. Mm. about your transgression. And then they decide whether you are eligible to be publicly or privately reproved, which just means that you lose your privileges in the congregation for a certain amount of time. And whether it's public or private, they either make an announcement at one of the meetings that so-and-so has been reproved Hmm. or if it's private then you just lose the privileges and nobody really knows how many how many people i'm so sorry how many people are in a meeting like as far as i mean how big is the how big was your congregation the congregation um i think it was from somewhere somewhere from 70 to 100 somewhere around there so you're getting reprimanded in front of all of these people um if it's a if, if it's, it's a public, public reproof yeah. okay. or if it's disfellowshipping. Uh, wow. I think you were kind of headed here, and mm-hmm. I'll try to be delicate about this, but had you heard from other members of the congregation who had been 
reproved or whatever alone with these three older gentlemen uh, did you hear of abuse not in that scenario good but good. there have been other instances of mm -hmm. abuse that i i had known about yeah mm -hmm. abuse um, of power at the least yeah and and um that's definitely something that i'll get into mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm uh easing you guys into that one okay but, so as far as if if they decide if the body of elders the judicial committee decides that you are not properly um repentant then they will decide to disfellowship you and in that case not only do you lose your privileges you lose your community um, nobody is allowed to talk to you. You, um, you can still come to meetings. You have to sit in the back, basically. And while everybody is talking with each other and having fellowship before and after the meetings, nobody talks You're to you. Nobody looks at you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they ignore you. Yeah. They shun you. Wow. It's it's brutal. And if you are interested in being reinstated, then you need to come to all the meetings and you need to be showing the elders that you are working at being reinstated. But I've never heard of anybody who has been reinstated before at least six months. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's six months of you not having any community, not having any communication with anyone else in the congregation, Sometimes even your own family. That's why I have one um, so, And so, when you say that, that your mom was, she, she, you said lost fellowship. Is that how that? Yeah, she was disfellowshipped. So twice. when that happens, does that mean your dad can still be in it, and you, the rest of your family, and she's just shunned, or is the whole family shunned? My dad could still talk to her. In in okay. fact, the elders had to counsel my dad at that point because he was sitting in the front of the kingdom hall. Okay. They're not called churches or okay. or anything. They're called kingdom halls. But mm -hmm. he he was sitting in the front of the kingdom hall while my mom, his wife, was sitting in the in the back of the the kingdom hall, and the elders actually had to come up to him and say, "You need to sit with your wife during wow. the meetings." Oh, so he is a very like he's very extreme when it comes to these beliefs. Um. So yeah, it's six months to a year usually of, of no community before you can actually be reinstated, wow. which means that you can't go looking for community of any sort outside of the congregation because that would show the elders that you're not sufficiently repentant. Mm -hmm. So you have nobody. You wow. have no community. You have no comfort, no support system. And when you're dealing with someone like my mom who is disfellowshipped because she had a relapse... It's uh, how how is that gonna help you? Right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, so and she had been disfellowshipped after I had left. So seeing this was I I was actually talking to her at one point. I'm like, can't you see? Yeah, can't yeah. you see this, what they see what they, they do? To, is? Yeah. yeah, and she she kept capitulating and and just going back and. So that, that was frustrating for me to watch. Um, but someone like me, I disassociated myself. Okay. I made the decision that I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I left on my own free will. <clears throat> the elders wanted me to come in and, and meet with them. And I told them, I have nothing to tell you. Yeah. I don't want to be a Jehovah's Witness anymore. Mm -hmm. I have, we have nothing to talk about. 
at the point at that point they were calling me they were asking what my sleeping arrangements were because at that time I was <clears throat> I was staying with a a girl uh oh <laughs> they and they and they found out about that bum, and it bum, was bum. yeah um they wanted to know what the sleeping arrangements were and my response was I don't think that's any of your goddamn business right, right. love it and the they GD didn't word. yeah and they yeah. they didn't like to hear that but yeah yeah they needed to hear that so um Alex, can I interrupt you for a second? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going back to the beginning of it, just to give us an outline. You're giving us the actions of it, but the the origins of Jehovah's Witness, does it have like a crazy beginning kind of like Scientology or what some people would say Christianity, whatever, where there, or there's plates in the ground like the Mormons with a white <laughs> salamander. Yeah. I mean, what, what makes uh, your your religion or cult different? What's the core belief system? Well, they, they started out in the um, eighteen the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, they were originally called the International Bible Students, and it was started by a man named Charles Taze Russell. Do you think it's and funny that IBS is the initials for that? Kind of like irritable bowel syndrome? <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, but I, that explains it, a lot. It is a little <laughs> shitty. That's what's that wrong with those people. They're all explains upset. explains the years of bubble guts. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he, he was basically a, um, he, he started this religion as an offshoot of, uh, I'm going to kick myself cause I can't think of it right now. We'll come back. Was it the Quakers? <laughs> no, it wasn't the Quakers. It was, it, I can't remember. It started with an M. It's not Mennonite. It's anyway. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, so it was an offshoot of another religion and he basically, his whole thing was religion is a snare and a racket. Mm. And that was a direct quote from him, which he was right. You know, so he wanted to start this whole movement, which was based on religion being a corrupting influence. And, and this is an alternative to that. Did he come from the Niagara Falls area by chance? <laughs> I think he may have. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was. Who hasn't? Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so I guess going from there, I mean, were we wanting to talk a little bit more about how your, well, a little bit, your relationship now is with your parents? Yeah, I, I basically family, yeah, have no... I have no relationship with my father. I have no relationship with um, my older brothers. They both have wives. I have no relationship with them. Um, one of them has a kid, I think. Okay. I have no relationship with that kid, my nephew. Um, I have somewhat of a relationship with my mom, but it's strained at this point because I kind of feel like a dirty secret mm-hmm. because she can only really communicate with me behind my dad's back. Oh, oh yeah. lovely. Yeah, that's and tough. also the the thing that's rough about my religion my religion uh, my relationship with my mom right now is my oldest daughter is trans. Mm-hmm. And so um she has a name <clears throat> that she likes to go by and she identifies as a girl. Okay. And my mom continually and purposely dead names and misgenders her. Mm-hmm. So both of us, my daughter and I, have told told her, these are the pronouns, this is her name. If this you're not you, interested uh, approach in me. Yeah. using the correct pronouns and name, then 
we're not going to talk. Right. Yeah. It's not a request. It, this it, is yeah. who we are. And I do know that your mom, and I, I, I know mostly your mom, and I thought maybe your dad were very, very close to your older daughter. And so I was kind of wondering that too about how that relationship is going with, with them and your younger daughter. Yeah, I mean, it It doesn't seem to be much of a relationship at this point. Okay. And I think, you know, there there's enough friction between... <clears throat> My my dad and my oldest daughter that I think he's kind of backed off from both of them. Oh. Okay. You know, which is unfortunate. It doesn't doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Um, no. But well, the thing that's choice. unfortunate is that both of your kids are freaking amazing, and it's their it's their, their bad, their total yeah. loss mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'd like to be their grandparents. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's a great idea. Great. We'll just go ahead and make that for real now, right. because I mean it's gonna be hard because. The younger daughter, who's Bianca, who's actually here, is my, other than Shelly, my BFF, and I love her very, very much and stuff. So it'll be hard to be grandma and BFF, but um, we can go ahead I think and do it, that. I think it'll work. It works. I think, I it'll, think it'll work. work. Perfect. Uh, Alex, have you listened to this podcast? Are you really sure you want to I do have. that? I mean, I, I have. There's that. That rich is a bad Hey, influence. you don't yeah. know my life. Right, right, right. <laughs> This oh is nothing. You ain't got shit on me. Yeah. You, <laughs> right. you should hang out with me for a day and then you'll... you'll... Well, it, without making this insanely too long that everybody's going to tune out and stuff, I want to go in a little bit into now what's going on in your life and stuff as far as um, you're... I know that you're an amazing guitarist. Are you doing anything? I mean, with COVID, it sucks, but are you doing yeah. anything musically? Um, what's happening there? I'm not currently doing anything with music because of COVID. Right. COVID has... I was in a band right before COVID hit, and I like to say that um, that band was a casualty of mm. COVID. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but these things happen. Yeah. Um, so I think that once things settle down a little bit for me and for the entire world, that I'll be getting back into playing music. I've just been dealing with a lot. We just moved, so... That was a lot, and I'm getting my business off the ground, which is a lot of work too. So let's talk about that. <clears throat> um, hey, let's, yeah, let's I want to talk, talk about, about your new business. business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started a business. It's called Doom and Groom, um, and basically, what it started off as is a company for beard products. Um, and then I decided that it would be good to add some other products so that I'm not pigeonholing my myself because i can't as, use your beard products yeah, yeah. Well, well sometimes you can't i can't believe you whoa <laughs> <laughs> time to wax Lisa. yeah right. i have so, to tell her so yeah. i decided to start making body butters and pomades for hair and oh cool thank you. and um and then tattoo balms yeah, yeah which will, i heard are the will was best. telling me that yeah. he thinks your tattoo balm is the best he's used so. it's the bomb which is extremely fl- <laughs> flattering <laughs> so silly. um it's extremely flattering to hear that i've heard that from a couple of people and i'm still it's shocked every time yeah. yeah but the whole thing started because i had actually gotten a dui um full disclosure <gasps> yeah yeah i got i got a dui it's a little over two years ago now and I was looking for ways to save money because it's extremely expensive to mm-hmm. do something so stupid. Yes. Right. So don't 
drink and drive kids. It's yeah. not worth it. No, Stay definitely not worth it. Yeah. Or adults. Stay in school <laughs> yeah. or go to school. Don't Prestige, get a DUI. Safe sex. Yeah. Yeah. Safe sex too. Yeah. Um, so I was looking for a way to, to save money. So I decided to stop buying beard products and make them myself. And then after I started making them, I thought it might be a good idea to make money uh, instead of just saving money. So I started selling them to friends and then I decided to actually go full force with it. I hired a friend as a business partner and we're it's taken off. Not as fast that's as I'd awesome. like it to, but these things happen. Oh, well, <laughs> nice. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so do you have a website or anything? I was just yeah. going to ask. My boyfriend, Little Santa, yes. surprisingly has a beard. Yeah, little Sa- <laughs> that's his name is Little Santa. That's a perfect name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Where do we buy a, your product, yeah. Alex? Yeah. So the website is doomandgroom.net. And that's totally spelled out. Like Doom no. and Groom? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yep. I love Doom it. Doomandgroom.net. Not .com, not .org. Not .edu. No. Yes. Perfect. That's awesome. That's great. I love it. I, does the tattoo bomb, does it make the tattoo brighter? It does, and it also helps heal the, the tattoo. So it has no fragrance in it, and all ingredients in all of the products are 100% natural, vegan, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> not tested on animals? Not tested on animals unless you count me. Right, well, yeah. Yeah, which I, I do. I, so yeah. they are animal well, tested. more of a beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited Sometimes. to do this stuff. Yeah. I think that we need to revisit all of this because we there's so much more but we can talk about. There's a lot about. more. Yeah. We yeah. just yeah. set you up for a sequel. For we you. just yeah, tapped the teat of it right yeah. now. <laughs> like to say. You just like to say teat. <laughs> He just likes tapping those teeth. Yeah, he does. I, we definitely <laughs> yes. are going to get back to this on. Yeah, because there's yeah, more. I yeah, know. There's so, so, but, uh, so much more. Do you happen to know what the uh, the website, not website, but the uh, YouTube person that so that people could go watch your video as well? Do you know the the person that put that out? Yeah, it is X J W, the letters. So just type in capital X J W. And then it should be coming out. So just search in YouTube, XJW coming out. And then you'll see my video under the name Alexi. That's usually what I go by is Alexi, A-L-E-X-E-I. And then there should be two interviews there. And then a um, video that that includes... um, me playing music live oh, so awesome. it should be it's, it's super fun to watch cool, guys. You yeah we'll put it on the website and there's too. a lot of information on that as well but yeah, yeah I definitely would love to have Alex back again and even yeah. talk more I mean like I said we touched the teat man yeah, yeah. totally yeah, was... so brave and so interesting yes, thank you. and yeah. I wish you guys could see we'll put pictures up this, yeah. he's got a beard for days he's a handsome <laughs> yeah, young handsome. man he's thank my you. buddy I love I, I remember Alex. when he first started growing it and then it all of a sudden just took over his it, life that's my life now I was like damn you're raising a beard you're not even talking to Alexi right now you're Talking to the beard. We talked to the beard. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The the sunglasses on that beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to um, get back to this to be yeah. Roxanne to be and continued. Bianca's yeah. um, grandparents. And um, yeah, we'll take a break and come back with our top five. Thank you so much.
Welcome back, everybody. We're doing the big top five top about five, top five. You sounded like a hey, everybody. Yeah, let's did. got wax and stacks of records here. <laughs> you sure did need the moisture. Did I sound like a mother guy? Yeah, okay, or something. Cool. I'm not sure. Uh, a little cloudy out there today, no, Bob. I sped too fast out of the gate. We're like, let's do the top five really fast. Yeah, yeah. We went we're gonna split it really long, so we're gonna split the top five. And Shelly's gonna oh, but maybe we should tell what our top five is. <laughs> top our, five favorite cults. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say favorite. That's Not a weird band. one. Yeah. But I would say most interesting. How? Let's go with that. Sure. Yeah. But it does kind of sound like, let's get physical. They're my favorite cult. Yeah, it does sound like that. <laughs> They're my yeah, favorite good cult. One. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's get show on the road. Yeah. Uh, number five. Some people call it a religion. I call it Scientology. Gross. Scary. Really weird, dangerous. It's like the mafia. It's mind control. They take they take all your money. Tom Cruise. So they take all your power. And Tom yeah. Cruise is creepy. Yeah, yeah, no, Scientology. They're scary. They're probably waiting outside for me right now. I, I don't think like they it. Are. Yeah, yeah, bad. Your turn. That okay? That's the number <laughs> five. There's any Scientologists yep. out there? Don't come on our podcast. Number four, um, uh, the Branch Davidian. Ooh. Um, yep. Only because they. It reminds me. I, it was the first one that I ever heard of. I yeah. didn't. I. Mm-hmm. It, I was. It happened in it our lifetime. It happened in my lifetime. Um, the whole thing, David Koresh, totally weird dude. Yes, and, and the escalation. Yeah, and watching so it on TV. Yes. Um, and I remember telling my, we. I was still, I think I was in high school when it happened. I don't remember the year. Mm-hmm. But remember telling, my, we were, had been watching it, and then my dad came home from work, and I said, Dad, did you hear about what happened with the Branch Davidian? And he said, no, I what you know, and I said, whole place up in flames, totally smoke, everyone's gone. And like being a teenager, like I was, yeah. and my father actually started crying and it was one of the only times I've ever seen him cry. Right. It, that it broke it's his a heart. Tragedy. To, it was yeah. a tragedy. Yes. The whole thing was and tragic. And women and children. And, uh, and I had heard this and I don't remember if it was true, but when, um, it was in flames that some people were such firm believers, they went back in the building. To I die with right. everyone yeah. else. Yes, wow. which is horrible. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, so yeah. that's number four is the Branch Davidians. Good one, Lise. Yeah. Uh, number three is Budafield. I don't know if you saw that documentary. I know they covered it in True Crime Obsessed. But the leader guy, he was the one that always walked around in his bikini bottoms. I did listen to that one. Yes, and he had the eyeliner and stuff, and he used to be in gay porn. Yeah. But uh, it was so crazy because he just, he uh, recruited all these people to believe whatever his wackadoodle beliefs were. Yeah. But, um, you know, all these straight guys that just were so in love with him, they did whatever he said, which was, you know, gay stuff. Do the gay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're like, I'm not gay. Now that's some power. Yeah. Right. And uh, like he had one of them uh, make him these artistic fruit platters every morning, and then he wouldn't even eat them. And they look like the last supper. I mean, this guy spent hours on these fruit platters. Anyway, that's mind control. The guy's cuckoo. And he made everybody do ballet for like eight or nine hours what, a day. What was the name so of it? So they were in really good shape. What was the name uh, of The name of the documentary was called Budafield. Budafield, okay. He, but he had, had nothing to do with Cheap Trick names. at all. So, okay, live in Budafield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Cheap Trick. Good huh? one, man, which you got yeah. me. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was a really, really weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm trying to think of what you don't have as your top one. Uh-huh, you so, saw I, I did not see yours. Okay. So I'm going to go with um, number two being the Heaven's Gate. Ooh, Marshall um, Applewhite. Cuckoo. <laughs> 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 you 
you're so much better at this than me because I did not. Li- I don't know what the dude's name was. I apparently. Um, I just remember the damn comet. Yes. And being Hail attached Bob. to it, Hail Bob comet that they all yeah. were going to be attached to it. Yes. And and they all bought a bunch bought of Nike a wear and Nikes, yep. yeah. and they had a certain amount of money in their pockets to oh, for the bus fare. Yeah, to, crazy. To I love it. Yeah, it was like four dollars and thirty six cents. I love the videos of that. I had the same inflation. Yeah, with that, that is not going to get you to heaven. No, it's like two hundred dollars in today's money. Yeah. So again, that happened in my lifetime, which I remember it being weird as hell. And yeah, that was. My, that that's number two. Cuckoo bird, for yeah. sure. Nicely done. Thanks. Uh, number one is Nexium. I think we could both agree. Crazy sex cult. Um, Do you remember I this? Don't you don't know, know Nexium? No. Nexium. My number one was the Manson family. So, oh, that's yeah. a good one, no, too. What yeah. about the Kool-Aid guy? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, there's Jones. him, too. So, so many okay, cults. They, okay, so your two can be tied for the most famous cults. Got it. My Yours cult is, is the most interesting and kooky. Right. Okay, <laughs> you win. Because he, uh, this guy started uh, just doing like an MLM and it's like a Mary Kay for rich people, but there were like minor league celebrities in it, like the woman from Smallville and somebody that was in the Star Wars movies, uh, Catherine Oxenberg's daughter. And he was taking all these rich, attractive women and having them recruit other rich, attractive women and uh, like having kind of a slave master relationship with them. Like you'd have to answer a text within 30 seconds. There was sleep deprivation. You could have like 300 calories a day. Did you have to 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 tattoo? They he branded 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 them his initials. Yeah, it was a ritual. And then uh, he would make everybody go to midnight volleyball or something. It was the (laughs) sounds fun though. I like midnight volleyball. There's sports. Can avocados be in it? Because I like that too. I just don't want to be branded. Uh, If there's avocados in Nexium, I'm in. (laughs) It's good for your skin. Avocado cult. (laughs) I think walk up on. Everybody chip in. That's our top five. <laughs> that was the top five. <laughs> that was the top five. Good food joke. Now yeah. we're going in really fastly to the Man Witch Minute. Oh, yeah. Now, ladies, it's time for the Cosmic Seeker of Love. He's more than just a meal. And he ain't no sloppy Joe. Oh yeah, he's the man witch. Oh yeah. Alrighty, guys, we're back. I'm exhausted. I uh, I sat through Alex's thing, kind of just tense, listening to him and looking at him, and it's the control that people can get over another person. It's so, so incredible. Just kind of, it freaks me out. So I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad for him. He, he's got a great life going and got great kids, a uh, very talented guy. And he's going to go far with his, uh, his beard waxing and stuff. But the next time we have him, we'll get even deeper. So I think I'm going to have to try and detensify myself for the next one. Cause he said it's going to get dirty. So I'm excited for that one. But, uh, as always, uh, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, on our Facebook page or all our other medias and stuff like that. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We, we really enjoy it. We, uh, yeah, thank you, Daryl. And thank you guys for listening. We will get back to Alex. We are going to have another show because he says it gets a lot deeper, a lot crazier and a lot, a lot more juicy. juicier. And deeper, that, juicier. That, that was really, Man, yeah, <laughs> you are nasty, nasty boy. Russian. But, um, I, 
um, really want to hear all the rest of it. I sat with gaping mouth. I'm not even mm-hmm. going to lie. That's why there might have been a lot of lows in the mm-hmm. in it because I couldn't even think about. Yeah. He he's so interesting, and I can't wait to hear if that's the non interesting part. I mean, not that right. it wasn't interesting. That was intense. It was, it was yeah. intense. That's intense. What so it's I can't crazier. wait to to hear the rest of it. Um, again, follow us um, on all the social medias. Good wish. Which see, I was gonna say it right this time, <laughs> yeah, and then right. I'm goodwitch-badwitch.com. Good job to um, see all our stuff. Buy our buy our things, guys. Oh. Buy I mean, even buy a goddamn sticker. Yeah, just and, a, hey, GD. And I'm saying goddamn because I can <laughs> because can. Shelley won't. Yes, I'm superstitious. Uh, yeah, I'm and uh, support your local witches. Yeah, thanks which for are being us. a part of our cult. Yeah, thank you so much. We love you. So and from, stay witchy. She was gonna say my name. I and was. Shelley, say it her. again. Okay, you get, say Shelley Majors. Shelley Majors. What you stay say? Stay witchy, friends. Stay bitchy. Yeah.